remember that mean? Mucho, mucho gusto. This oh, is Blossom awesome Buddy, Season 3, Episode 15. Oh, yeah. My I'm name recording. is Jason, and this is Krug. Hello, He's drugged alcohol. The Cov man. We're going to do a man, Krug. We're going to do a, a drug watch right off the top here and say that uh, Craig's, Craig's had four been, drinks. Craig's been drinking all afternoon. What I'm currently drinking for our, our video viewers who may not ever see this because this might not ever come out on video is uh, Collective Arts IPA number 13. Does that show up in the camera? Well, yeah. So yeah. that is uh, DIPA with Strata, Zappa, and Comet. So I don't know if that's made by Frank they Zappa distilled and actual. They distilled actual Comets into it? I don't know. I'd like There's to go on record... On I'd like to go on record as saying that Collective Arts is one of the one of the better craft beer companies just because they just put out all kinds of different new They just keep going, keep trying new things. And the they time, yeah. keep sourcing local artists for their cans. Like there's just snakes all over the side of this can. And it's also eight point one percent. So my fourth well, drink you, of the day there you go. is a extraordinarily strong beer. I've got another drank, one next to me that I'll get to in a moment. I drank the last two nights. Uh what I wasn't super hungover um, either day really. I got I got up at a reasonable hour, but uh, that's going to bar me from drinking today. I am, however, having a Michelob Ultra, which are four nice. percent, <laughs> and they're only 120 calories. So I'm back on a I'm back on a diet. I'm doing this thing this month where I do I'm back on the uh, My Fitness Pal app. Uh, yep, taking uh, like calories in, calories out, making sure I keep track of all my food. But I'm also it's doing a, a challenge that I'm going to to issue to all our listeners for August. I'm doing it for July. all eleven of you. Every <laughs> every day you do minimum ten minutes exercise. So what I did, I've got these different little routines that I do. A uh, couple of them are on apps. A couple of them are just things that I've done. So I wrote out every day. Every day, you see that? Yep. Yeah. Every Eight, day. Six abs, seven weights, eight run 20. Nice. Yeah. So, like, today I have to go for a walk, which means I'm going to go for a one-hour walk, basically a pokey walk, play Pokemon Go, walk around my neighborhood. What I usually do is I go over to where it's hilly in the, the rich part of town, which yep. I live right next to at Casaloma. And if you walk up those hills, you get a good sweat going. And uh, I treat those as my rest day. Now tomorrow, you know what? I'll, I'll do like a twenty-minute ab exercise. Now that, I, now that I've got a kid and a stroller with which to walk the kid, like maybe this is a good time for me to get back into Pokebox. Pokemon. Why Go. not, man? Pokemon. Yeah, Go except is... that, like, I don't know. I haven't. I don't have the app installed and haven't for like a year. But yeah, I wonder because we're up in Aurora. Like, I'm probably like we we could go for a walk and just not have any Pokestops. I'm sure I can pick up Pokemon. But I bet there's no stops anywhere that I would walk to from this house. You'd be surprised, honestly. Okay. Yeah. You know, what? I guess they, they, they are right condensed in places you wouldn't even expect. But I do recommend that because if you're trying to lose, if you're trying to lose weight, but you're not really on a diet or anything, walking like I lost probably 20 pounds from walking when I first did my original weight loss a couple of years ago, and uh, it got me down to a to a reasonable weight that I could start actually exercising and not just die you know because i was mm. up to two, 270 pounds which is like i'm i'm six feet tall two, 270 if i was muscular that would be reasonable but i was yeah. just a big fat fast food monster basically yeah, so even if you were muscular like you're that's muscular for like that's wrestler muscular that's yeah not exactly like, that's not like lean athletic muscular that's like a little too much muscle for someone who's just a normal person Exactly. So I, I'm. Uh, I just want to see what happens if I count my calories, and uh, 
and do work like exercise every single day. I don't, I don't imagine it'll have that much of a difference because it's a great app though. And I stopped using it because I was doing all right. But what I've discovered, I went back to my old smartwatch because I realized the, the issue that I thought was a hardware glitch was actually just a software issue that's been fixed. And I realized the watch now has the Nike run club app built into it. And uh, it's been apparently improved over the last couple of years. Uh, and I'm just, uh, I don't know. I'm going to try this Nike run club app. It's crazy on the phone. You get to like add all your different shoes by like brand and the model of running shoes you have. So you can track the mileage on each pair of shoes you have. It's for like crazy runners. So I'm going to give this app a shot. Cause like, apparently like I've just been using in the past, like Google fit and like the tick watch fitness tracking. It's just like, it does a great job. It tracks your run and your heart rate and stuff. But the Nike run club app, like there's like, I guess, personalized training sessions. Like you can train for distance or speed or just be like, I'm going to, I want to run for 20 minutes. And apparently it like coaches you through it and stuff. So I haven't tried it yet. Yeah. So I've got, the next step. I've got the under armor uh, map, my run app for that mm. because when I was using coach to 5k, it was, it, it, you got those, like, it's like you've run, you were halfway there or whatever. And now that I'm just doing my own like 20 minute run, I feel it. I feel like it's really boring to just run straight up 20 minutes. Yeah. So at least with map my run, if you run that at the same time as your timer, it'll be like, you've run one kilometer total time, blah, 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 total split pace, whatever. It like tells you. So like my tick watch app, like when you finish the run, it then breaks that shit down. It's like, here was your pace for the first kilometer, the second kilometer and everything. It shows you a map of like, that here's the pinpoint of hitting your first kilometer. And like, here's how it shows you like a, almost like a heat map of your run. It's like, here's how fast you are running or slow you're running. Like it's red for if you're going slow and it's green for if you're going fast on like, that's your, awesome. I actually yeah. want to, I want to ask you about that when we're done recording this podcast about blossom. Yes. Blossom. I imagine she also went for runs as being a, a young teenage actress. She probably had to stay fit. Uh, we saw her dance her ass off in the main title sequence. And that is for no slouches right before I started this. Uh, so I, we subscribed to like NBC's blossom because we bought the episodes through YouTube. Yeah. The only other things we're subscribed to are my and Bialik and a couple friends and ourselves. ourselves, (laughs) We're like submitted subscribed to Craig Webster and Jason Phillips. Exactly. Um, and I watched a recent video of hers. Uh, she's cooking blintzes and she's explaining, uh, uh, Shavuot, which is like a Jew. It's 49 days after Passover. It's a Jewish holiday. Um, and she's really, she's kind of uncharismatic in like a really awkward way that I found hilarious. But she has a YouTube channel that she uploads to a couple times a month and does all these different little shows. And I just thought it was funny how she could go back and tell tell the character Blossom who wanted to start these like video video logs at the beginning of the Blossom show. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, this is another episode about video. Yep, it is. But before we go on, my next beer is a Mill Street Juicy Union which says pineapple ginger. Ju- juicy beers are great. Juicy, I like fruity beers. I'm about to try it. This one is 5%, so it's a nice standard alcohol level. Mm, that is refreshing. Oh, you really taste the ginger. Holy crap. Oh, really? That is awesome. You taste more. I expected more pineapple than ginger, but I taste more ginger than pineapple. If I'm into that kind of a beer. I, I'm, I'm going to see if I can seek that out for... My- Do it. Mill Street Juicy Union, and uh, I'll show it to the camera again so you can see it's like an orange and yellow can there half ginger half pineapple got your juice you got your ginger it's a juicy union you wouldn't Pull think your pineapple and down ginger take your dick and together. suck the juice the taste is gonna move you excuse me <laughs> <laughs> i remember being in grade four and we had this like alternate 
words to the Juicy Fruit commercial. And uh, I used to know it off by heart. Ah, fuck, how'd it go? I just, I don't even remember the part that I just sang because I'm now on my fifth beer. Yeah, when I get to five beers. Take your dick and suck the juice. The taste is gonna move you. When I get to five beers, pull it out. (laughs) The taste is gonna move you when I put it in your mouth. I'm canceling this podcast. (laughs) Um, but yeah, when you uh, when you get to five beers, that's legit. Yeah, you're no. you're. Uh, I know what that feels like, especially if one of them is a strong beer, mm-hmm. and one of them was a Caesar. <laughs> so, and one of them was a Caesar. It was, so it was, was a light like, Caesar. Caesars are, I think, normally six percent, but this was five point five. So, oh, okay, it was a premixed one. Yeah, 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 premixed, premixed ginger or uh, gin Caesar with cucumber is refreshing. Refreshingly addictive. Okay. Yeah. So this episode is called um, <laughs> the last laugh. Oh, last I have laugh. issues with this episode. Oh, it's 1993 now. Oh, is it confirmed? Yeah. Arsenio Hall is a thing. I, we can come from that. It was directed by Ted Wass. Oh, was it? I missed the director, but the the writer was Susan Tenney, who I haven't looked up. I'm I don't looking, know if she's been a writer before. I'm looking up right now. She has done. Some things. She looks like she's mostly a producer as well as a writer. Uh, She's written for 10 Things, Good Witch. Uh, Let me see. Seventh Heaven. 10 Things About uh, Dating My Teenage Daughter. Nope. Nope, that's the wrong Susan I don't know. I don't know what 10 Things is. 10 Things I Hate About You? Or is it just called 10 Things? I don't know what that is. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, 10 Things. 10 different. I thought you were saying the title of oh. one of the things she made was <laughs> no, called yeah, 10 no, things. Yeah. No, I'm drunk. I would like to reiterate that I am a drunk. Hey, she was a production assistant on Herman's head. That show, that show, I do remember, like, I don't remember the actual content, but I remember it existing and it lasted either eight or 12 episodes, but it's heralded as like a great show. So I want to yeah. see if I can well, purchase it, it, or if not purchase it, then illegally pirate it. Just somehow watch Hank's it. Area? Um, Yep, and, and then Yardley it's Smith. like all of his characters inside of his head are like battling each other to Wait, like. Was Hank Azaria the main character? Was he Herman? No, Herman okay. is played by William. Because Yardley Smith was not in his not in Herman's head, but was just the like receptionist at the office that Herman worked at. So it was weird that like Lisa Simpson's voice was on the show. Williams William Ragsdale was the main guy, and he doesn't even like he doesn't even ring a bell. Doesn't register as anything else. else He was in a bunch of stuff as well, but whatever. So this episode is basically the premise. There's a couple the, it has an actual a and B plot. The a plot is that Nick, um, Nick is dating a standup comic and she's quote, a quote, standup comic. I'm only calling her a standup comic because she has referred to herself as a standup comic. She's hacky. Not because she's funny. She's she, the hack. She's doing hacky ass jokes. Even like she's a female comic, but she's not even that stereotype. She's a hack. I'm, just, I'm looking at the actress in. Like oh, I yeah, think okay. she might be a stand up comic because like I'm looking at pictures on her IMDb and she appeared. Remember Delta Burke had her own show called Delta. Two yep. of her pictures are from that, and it looks like she's doing stand up comedy on that. So like, was this person a stand up comic? Uh, Carol Barbie was born as Carol Denise Barbie. She's a producer and writer known for Jericho, Touch, and Die Hard 2, none of which are comedies. This uh, is back when comics didn't just get their own actor, like their own uh, star vehicle. They just got like, they just did the rounds and all the sitcoms and showed up as stand-up comic. 
Yeah. But yeah, she, oh, she was a newscaster in Die Hard 2, which I watched back at Christmas time. Great, yeah. great film. Very bizarre. That's one I haven't seen. I've seen they, one and three. There's two, tw- there's two twists in the movie. Two. It's fucked. Yeah. It should be called Die Hard 2 Twists. Die Hard 2 Twists. <laughs> so, yeah, and of course, Ted Wass, the director, is Nick. Uh, so we open up. The cold open is dumb as usual. Joey's uh, Blossom comes in to find Joey coming up with a new invention. She's like, why do you want to be, why do you want to make inventions? He's like, because inventors are rich. Yep, makes okay, perfect sense. Well, I remember going through a phase when I was like 11 or 12 being like, yeah, I want to invent something. Like inventing shit's cool. And My dad had become- an invention. So when the Toonie first came out, he wanted to make a pocket protector, but for change. And he got all the, uh, he got all the gear set up he was going to patent it and everything and then it just cost too much money to like be worthwhile to patent and he was like well fuck fuck that but i i thought it was a good idea back then i mean it's basically just a change purse but could you imagine <laughs> having a pocket protector but for change or that went in like probably your jean pocket yeah not a bad little not basically a bad little like it was basically a coin purse with like a wallet chain on it well, like a coin purse that like fits into part of your pocket kind of like oh, it's uh, like sewn in yeah, well, not or sewn in, in, but you w- would buy it and like insert it, and probably had a clip on it or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. I I was ten when he was telling me about that. So tell me more details. Uh, well, he it's that. Just uh, kidding. We're talking about Blossom here on this <laughs> podcast about Blossom. My name's Craig. This is Jason Phillips, and we are talking about this cold open, which is terrible. So Joey is like, yeah. I, I'll, the only problem with inventing something is all the good ideas are taken. But I came up with something called the Wembrant. And Blossom's like, is that what Barbara Walters, is that art that Barbara Walters goes to see? It's Rembrandt. Yeah. And it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a match that you can light underwater. And I quote, so you can cook the fish without <laughs> even coming up for air. Yep, that's exactly Joey's sales pitch. He has no scientific basis for creating this. Uh, he just has the idea. But th- that exists, right? I, I'm pretty sure it exists, yes. Yeah, I mean, there's flares that you can light underwater, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, lighting a match underwater wouldn't make much sense. Flares make sense. Also, they never really explain why Wembwant means a match that you can light underwater. That was the part I I was actually stuck on for that. Water starts with the letter W, but uh, I don't know what that has to do with matches. I'm going to Google... My Google uh, Google Home is turned off right now because she's oh, listening man. to all of our government secrets. <laughs> all Phillips of our government, our government secrets in my home. I have my own government. Yeah. Well, now you and this is now obviously an international governmental conversation. Exactly. Although she can't hear me, so I win. All my Google Homes are turned off. Okay, I just googled match. You can light underwater. You. UCO stormproof matches are the best matches available for harsh conditions, but I don't know if. Does it talk about cooking the fish without coming up for air? <laughs> no, that's the that's a dumb that's stupid. <laughs> How, okay, explain it like I'm five. How do you underwater matches uh, maintain their burn on on Reddit here? I wonder if so, anybody has a good answer for that. Uh, they use a combustion that creates its own oxygen. Interesting. Cool. So I mean, there is we, oxygen in water. It's called H two O. O stands oh, for oxygen. O baby. O is an O baby. There's so much oxygen. There's one part oxygen for every two parts hydrogen in this wet material. This is them science buddies. 
Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Um, so that joke just sort of, they just sort of, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And it and just sort of ends. It just cuts. There was <laughs> yeah. no applause or laughter. <laughs> she was just like, what? And then opening title. It really seems like they filmed these cold opens in front of not like no audience. I don't think there's ever like, like a laugh or anything. They and might like, just film them in the afternoon while they're doing, while they're working. Like, let's just bang on a bunch of cold opens. Yeah, probably. It's like um, going back to the uh, uh, Fake Doctors Real Friends podcast, the Scrubs podcast. Like the first, they they said like the first five, four or five episodes of Scrubs, the like when you see the doctors walking up to the hospital, it's this totally other hospital that like never got seen again. Just because when they filmed the pilot, they just filmed the, the cast walking up to the, the hospital for the pilot, like 15 different ways and then they just had a bunch of cuts of that so they used that for the first sta- four or five episodes just to have establishing shots basically exactly. yeah so uh this is when we find out that nick's dating a comedian she's there in the kitchen with them um comedian we also find out that blossom has won a contest a video a video essay contest yeah so like she and six made video a video yeah. did they say what the video was yeah so it's a it's a frisbee in a in a in a sandbox oh right and, and she's uh, like it's supposed, supposed to, to represent like a, oasis yeah it's supposed to represent an oasis and then she says some political stuff that i've kind of tuned out yeah and then the stand-up comedian andrea starts going on because she is gonna appear on arsenio this week and needs five minutes of material which guess what i mean i never made it onto any uh television as a comedian but to get onto a television show a talk show you need to have material already Exactly. Uh, but she's a, like, I need five minutes of material for Arsenio. Oh, you need I to be got successfully it. Successfully doing material at open mics and getting getting sets, like not just open mics, but being a yeah, featured comedian. Well beyond open mics. Uh, what like all around town, especially in LA. Yeah, you need to be Jerry Seinfeld. Um, exactly. You need to be yeah. But she's like, she's like, oh, frisbees, like, huh, huh. What if uh, the guy who invented the the frisbee just like invented something that didn't work and threw it away? But the problem is his dog brought it back, and that See, is her hilarious joke that Nick loves, and he screws up the retelling. But I just want to point out you were able to just that was one sentence that she said, and Nick spends the rest of this episode screwing it up, trying to retell the joke and messing it up. Much in the way I wrote down that uh, this is the <laughs> same thing that I I do sometimes on yeah. the podcast where I try to like say the joke that happened in the episode really fast and like don't think it through before i say it and then i botch it but he spends the rest of this fucking episode trying to say that the frisbee was invented by a guy trying to get rid of the invention but his dog was there and caught it or this guy was walking his dog and he came across a broken frisbee like yeah like no no. like that's not even the premise it wasn't funny in the first place the premise is that the inventor was throwing something away and it just happened to float yeah but then he had a dog. So, I mean, it's kind of funny. If she workshopped it a bit, it could be mildly amusing. Definitely not something I would be proud of performing on Arsenio. And I mean, she doesn't perform it on Arsenio. What she does on Arsenio is terrible. Terrible. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that, that shortly. Um, so the the B plot sort of happens here. They go to the living room or we move, move to the living room. And uh, Rhonda and Tony are... Uh, she's been making him do a bunch of crap and he's like, I, Tony's like, I want to just hang out and do nothing for yeah. once. Oh, Tony's like, uh, we're never playing darts with your one-eyed cousin again, which is, and <laughs> rubs the hilarious. back of his neck yeah. indicating he <laughs> took a dart to the neck. Yeah. Like how close <laughs> was he standing to the dart board that like, I mean, even with one eye, 
if no one's standing where they shouldn't be standing, you're not going to hit anyone in the neck. You must have other problems than yeah. a one eye if you're hitting people. Every, who are standing everybody where they at that be. everybody at that dart game was stupid. Still sounds funny. I still want to see that scene. I was still I would like to imagine that that's a deleted scene. That should have been the cold open. That should have been the cold open. So we have uh, we have Rhonda reveal that her cousin Tracy is coming to town. Um, and she's like, well, what are we going to do? Luckily, Joey walks into the room. Oh, yeah. And they no, this was great. Off on Joey so I wrote down. So they, so like Tony wants to like bang out next weekend. And Rhonda's like, well, my niece is coming to town. Uh, and then hold on. Oh, yeah. They're like, well, who are we going to pawn off? Who are we going to pawn your niece off on? And then Joey walks in. Like perfect timing. That was Ted Wass. Uh, great directorial like comedy right there he's like yeah. and enter joey and then they do a bunch of sexist stuff uh probably i didn't write that down well basically the sexist element being that joe uh joey's like so what does she look like because mm. they're like do you want to go on this double date with us next weekend he's like what does she look like oh she and has Ron a good personality. She's a great personality <laughs> which of course is the international sign for uh she's not super attractive or potentially she's yeah. large However, we find out that Rhonda was actually just trying to divert focus from physical looks and tell Joey she had a good personality. I mean... I think that was a lie. I don't think she did have a good personality. No, because she turns out that she's just the same as Joey. It's kind of yeah. stupid. Yeah, pretty stupid. Just cares about looks. Um, so then we got... Um, so they're going to double date. They're going to go on this double date, and then we're back. We're in Blossom's room. Um, this is where they decide to... So they've won this contest. They have to come up with a new video to go to nationals or yeah. whatever. Like some re- dumb re- fucking. Regionals. Wow, your volume just got Red. way louder. Did yeah, you regionals. No, nope. you, you didn't touch the mic or anything. It just like I oh, didn't. Why not? Do Great. I sound okay now? It's, it's podcasting over okay the whole time. It was just like slightly louder all of a sudden. It's fine. Um. So in this scene, they basically just talk about making a con a, a safe sex video with using condoms well they, they say show the, the word video, sex right? they say the word sex in this fucking before this is right before they show the video because they're like what do we do uh they say the word sex about 400 times and i don't know what it is but when i say the word sex it doesn't sound weird to me but when blossom and six say sex well you're not a 16 year old girl on television that's fair but there's something <laughs> the cadence in their voice it's like ugh. Didn't care for it. Yeah. Anyway, then they showed about the, the underage girls uh, talking about sex, even though they're like twenty here. Well, fair enough. Um, the uh, the video is basically just like an anti. Unprotected it's a sex. safe sex. It's yeah, like it's it's safe sex or no sex. I think was the motto. Exactly. Also, they keep prattling on throughout this whole episode about how this is artistic and just a great thing. And if it, you know, later on we find it, it goes viral. We'll get. I'll get to what I mean by yeah. that in a bit. But like, yeah, they didn't have the world vi- the word viral to describe videos back then. They described it as an underground hit, I believe. Yeah. So I don't understand how this thing was so. No, it was basically like a whatever the standard safe sex commercial you'd see on TV. And they all or had like condoms no taped to themselves. Yeah, and they're like, like everyone in this video is wearing condoms. Yeah, which I didn't notice. I was just like, "Shit, that's weird." <laughs> like I, thought, I didn't even notice that they were wearing them on their shirts and stuff. I thought uh, the implication was that they literally just had condoms on their dicks. So, in another great, <laughs> in another great Ted Wass directorial moment, they show the video, and then the video zooms out to Nick watching the video, and he's mortified. He's yeah. just like, "What the fuck are you talking about, sex?" Yeah, 
He's, and then he asked uh, where, he, where they got all those condoms from. Oh, this story was great. They were like, that's a good story. We went into the pharmacy and there was a 90-year-old guy in there. And we were like, we need 12 dozen condoms. And he was like, what? I can only get you 11 dozen condoms, but uh, I can get you the other dozen tomorrow. And they were like, no, we need 12 dozen condoms tonight. And he was like, why do you need 12 dozen condoms tonight? And they're like, oh, we're making a movie. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious that was verbatim right from the episode i don't know how you're five beers deep and you were able to explain that exactly how it happened on the episode because i loved it because i thought it was one of like the the pinnacle moments of blossom it's uh it involved an old man thinking that some 16 year old girls there they were buying condoms from him were making a porno movie which is great and Mm -hmm. uh and then we go right we the scene changes from the living room with them to the living room with buzz joey uh joey and tony and then buzz tells a great story about how uh he was supposed to meet up with a blind date and he was wearing a green jacket because it was saint patrick's day and then wearing uh, a green jacket uh, and then a prostitute uh, came in (laughs) a prostitute came in and you know what that story I didn't really pay attention to because I was trying to come up with a buzzkill. I did pay attention I to the story and it really falls apart. Kill, it was not. But a good I'll story. come up with one right now. That's what I did too. I, well, I was stuck on him being like she had a giant. She had a giant set of blue eyes. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Buzz, you're a fucking old pervert. So you know what? My buzzkill for this week is I since it's at a bar, I uh, I'm in the bar and I'm smoking a big old stogie, and I take a beer ball and I smash it. And I stab him in the face with the with the broken beer bottle. And I put my cigar out on his fucking face. My buzzkill is almost identical to yours, except that it's I let you do all that stuff, except that then I take the cigar and stick it into his urethra burning end first. That's pretty fucked up. Yep. Well, I didn't think of a buzzkill either. That's what I, I was like. I'll come up with one on the fly. On, on I the only did. And then you caught it. You ended up cauterizing his urethra shut as yeah. he died. So if he doesn't die, he's not going to be able to pee properly again. Yeah, or use his penis really at all. Yeah, his penis. He should probably just get rid of it. Now let, let's never say the word penis again. <laughs> his cock, his dick, and his cock. His fucking dick. His so hard, hard old man dick. So Joey, uh, so Tracy comes in. Yeah, and I would like to point out that Joey is wearing a sports jacket or a blazer, but it's also plaid. Like he is going, he's leaning into the grunge. Yeah, and he hard. still has ripped jeans on. Like, yeah. what, do you, what, what are you trying to do? And a, and a plaid sports jacket, which is awesome if you are a Nirvana or Alice in Chains fan. Absolutely. So uh, Tracy is played by Gina Phillips with one L. I have two in mind. Thought that would be worth pointing out. Yep. She was in Doom Annihilation most recently, so she's still working. Jeepers Cre- Creepers 3. Looked like she just did a bunch of action and horror movies throughout her career, and she's been in 40 things, so she's been she's been working. This was the third thing she was in, and she's working to this day. So She was in the first Jeepers Creepers 2. I like that you pointed out she was in Jeepers Creepers 3, but, I mean, she was also in Jeepers Creepers. Okay, well, Which I mean, it goes I to say a lot. Like, she has a recurring character in the Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> you fucking cat. My cat's knocking beer cans over. Just the order that I pulled up IMDb in. The I first thing no she was in was growing. Bias to the third Jeepers Creepers. In fact, I've seen no Jeepers Creepers oh, movies. Shouldn't be uh, either. Nor do I intend to watch them because I don't really do uh, <sighs> that kind of horror. I, I always, assume you might have seen them. I have not. I keep thinking of watching the first one because people bring it up on like lists all the time. I'm like, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking it looked really dumb. 
it's but just I mean, a hack. It's, it's just a slasher movie, isn't it? I think so. But What's it's the like premise? the guy lives, this monster or killer or whatever lives underground, I think. Like he's got like, I don't know if it's like he's got an underground bunker. Is that the one where he's like a mine? It looks like a miner. Maybe. Like a I don't know. Minor monster. She was also in uh, a bunch of stuff no one's heard of. Um, sliders. Oh, she was an episode of Sliders. There's a podcast we should do. Yeah, we could do. Well, when we do our other podcast about TV shows, we don't have to talk about that now. Is what I was going to say. Cool. So, <laughs> moving along, um, it's love at first sight for Joey and Tracy. Um, they love. They immediately hit it off, and they do some bit where Joey's like. They figure out how everyone knows each other. It's it was yeah yeah. yeah. It's, basically, it's like oh, so you know Rhonda through my brother. Yeah, I'm her niece. Yeah. She's oh, that makes you her aunt. My sister. Her, your aunt. Yeah. She's my mom's sister's daughter. They basically do that back and forth for yeah. like they way take a too minute. Long. It's yeah, probably way too thirty long. seconds, but to just um, be like, like, oh yeah, your dumb... Rhonda's your aunt. I'm Tony's brother. Done. But they it's were like, oh, but like, but like your brother is dating my aunt. Probe. Oh, that's how you know no. each other. Yeah, it sucked. Yep, it sucked. <laughs> but uh, that, but I thought it was kind of funny and like still like looksist, I guess is the term for it. But when they're leaving, Joey was like, Ugh, I was worried you were going to have a good personality. And she was like, yeah, me too. I thought that was actually, I got a snicker out of that. Because yeah, it made me I laugh. Like it was stupid. They, and yeah. Whatever, but I mean, I like that he got it. Like, like you wouldn't get away with something like that in real life. If you no. got set up with a blind date and you're like, uh, sister told me you had a. Oh, there goes my internet. Great personality. And you know what that means? You're going to be you frozen. Yeah. Is everything Hold okay? Hold on. Are we good? Are we good now? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I didn't really lose. For a second. You just froze for a sec. I didn't really lose anything. Uh, well, I did. You might want to My start internet. again by saying it. Uh, you were saying uh, you could not get away with doing that in real life. That's That was the end of my thoughts, so whatever. Okay. My internet uptime has uh, been almost 100% since my internet got fixed last you week. Know. Oh, no, yeah, the problems are all on my side. But uh, I'm moving in 32 days. That means I believe that including this episode, there's only four, including this episode, only five more episodes recorded on this internet. And then I'll be Sweet. on good internet. Uh, and, and then maybe by be, August we can do in, in, some in-person episodes again as well. Exactly, that'll be fun. You can pop on over. I'll let yeah, you in yeah. my bubble. Maybe we can record in the backyard. <laughs> I'll record in the backyard. Uh, yeah. So they go on the date, and basically Tony, uh, Tony and Rhonda go in and see the movie. But <laughs> they, I guess they didn't realize that they left Tracy and Joey behind in the car because they just come out and they're like, uh, "Are they in the car?" And they're like. Either that or we forgot to turn the shower off. Because it's steamed up. I'm cringing the whole time thinking about what that car must smell like when they get (laughs) in. That's what Pam said, too. As soon as they opened the door, Pam was like, the car's got to (laughs) smell. Like, Like, even if they're just making out, they're still hormonal teens, you know? like. There's drippings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not great air. Like you got to air that car out before you move the car. I would say, like even if they didn't have like junk that was secreting stuff, just like making out for the length of a movie straight. And Joey Joey has like the boner to end all boners. They've been making out <laughs> for two hours straight. 
And his blue balls. His poor oh, blue yeah. Ball. He's going to go home and beat it like he's never beaten <laughs> He's got to do it like three times straight, like without yep. stopping. Just like ejaculate once and then just keep going. There's no, uh, what do they call that? The period in between? Uh, refractory. Yeah, that's it. There's no refractory period. It's, uh, hard, it's hard to do. <laughs> yeah, but Joey um, is able to do it uh, after this date. <laughs> but then we jump into Arsenio, right? Yeah. So we this get is to the them. moment where Andrea is on Arsenio. Yeah. She finally, we finally, they're sitting in the living room. It kind of focuses on, on Nick. Uh, everybody gets kind of quiet and the show begins and she just laces into Nick's lifestyle. First oh, of yeah. all, she calls him old. She's like, I'm yeah, dating that's this the old first man. Thing. Exactly. That's what she said. Oh my God. Excuse me. That's what she said at first. Right, so I'm dating an old man and he's uh, the same musician. age. Easily the same age. But, and then she's like, uh, and he's a musician, which is Latin for jobless or something like that. So Nick is taking a He's a studio musician. So he has it. He has a job. Like he has a good paying job. Look at the host they live in. He has Uh, three kids. He keeps food on the table. Yeah. Which goes into her next quote joke. And she's like, oh my God. And he's a single dad with three kids. I feel like he's just looking like his, his dating ad is like new mom wanted or something like that. And the crowd loses their mind. Oh my God. 1993 Arsenio Hall audience. You don't know comedy. So terrible. And then we cut to the next scene uh, and, and Nick is hanging out in the kitchen with six's mom. And she's like, oh my God, can you believe that comedian that was on Arsenio last night? She was so funny. I can't believe she's dating such a loser. So the sidebar, remember when you would? there were so few channels that you would talk, the next day you could actually talk to people about things that happened on yeah, television? you could be like, did you see Arsenio last night? And now it's like, did you see yes. Game of Thrones? Did you see whatever the big show at the time is? Maybe even like Survivor a little bit because that still airs at a time and it's must see while it's on kind of thing but yeah. now there's so much tv that like it the conversation kind of moved to like so what are you watching these days yeah you binged the office for the fourth time recently. i'm just yeah <laughs> i have I, I know i haven't actually been watching the office but i did uh, i have two two episodes of curb left and i've seen every episode of curb nice. and it only took me about three weeks Enthusiasm. I could not do that. Speaking of The Office, there though, were, do you see Stanley's doing? There's a Stanley spinoff show coming. Is this news to you? Am I breaking the news? Sorry, to you? say again. You kind of. Oh, uh, there's no. A, you kind of cut. You, oh God, the internet. Uh, there's a, a spinoff, spin-off, an Office spinoff show, based on Stanley. He's coming out of retirement to help his nephew run a, sh- a store or something. That's not real, is it? Yep, hundred percent real. There's even a video of the uh, actor. I can't remember his name that plays Stanley. Of all of the fucking ideas they took from the Office, that's what they're going. That's what they're doing. It's the reboot. Yeah, I think he's even kickstarting it. Like, I don't think it's. It may go nowhere, and it's probably oh, okay. gonna suck because they're. He's just like kickstarting it. I think the actor himself is kickstarting it. So like, Greg Daniels probably won't be involved. Like, I don't. It's probably gonna suck. They still have to sign off on it if he's going to use the character Stanley. True. That's true. Maybe Greg Daniels will be involved. I don't know what he's been doing uh, since The Office. He did King of the Hill. He did The Simpsons. He did The, uh, did the Office. I'm sure he's done... Oh, he did Parks oh, and Rec. He, he's doing uh, Upload. Oh, I gotta watch that. Greg Daniels I heard is funny it's shit. Good. It looks terrible, but I heard it's good. That's that's. The, I mean, if it's Greg Daniels, record. like his track record is, like I said, The Simpsons, King of the Hill, The Office, Parks and Rec. 
And I know I'm missing one or two other things in there. It's going to be good. But uh, it's on Amazon Prime, so it, they probably get away with a lot more than they do on network television. And the premise is kind of interesting. Like, when you die, you get uploaded to a, like a server, basically. Oh, it's like you're a Cylon? Did you watch the new Battlestar Galactica? And by new, I mean the 15-year-old. Yeah. So the Cylons, it. when they die, they just their memories get uploaded and put into a new Cylon body. So it sounds like the show is just ripping off Battlestar Galactica. It's not. It's it's more ripping off that one episode of Black Mirror where, where the girl meets her lesbian lover and it's like the 80s. Mm. That was a good episode. Yeah. I hate that actress, though. I don't remember who it was. The girl from... Uh, Blossom? No. <laughs> we'll get back to Blossom in just a moment. Let me finish my thought. But the girl from uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, yeah, she she's hit or miss for me. I like her in Halt and Catch Fire, but yeah, not yeah. really much else. Exactly. Also, the, the other girl from Halt and Catch Fire, the redhead, I feel like she would have been a much better modern Jean Grey than uh, Sophie Turner. Sure. But Sophie Turner had that. star power because Game of Thrones or whatever. She's a bad actor. Honestly, Sophie Turner, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. You're, you're, one not, of the you're, not, you're not good at acting. Sorry. You're canceled. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel culture is out of control. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. Um, So yeah, Six's mom is super into the comedian. And uh, that scene really doesn't go anywhere, except the phone rings and both uh, Nick and Six's mom get called into the vice principal's office at the school because he's like, you guys can't use this videotape about sex. It talks about sex. And they're and like, like, what listen. are you talking about, vice principal? And he's like, look, I'm 73 days away from retirement. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to piss off anybody. Which, I don't get that. Why Why wouldn't he want to rock the boat if he's on his way out anyway? Do you think he's... Because, like, what? It, like I don't know. Yeah, I guess pension. Like, if you get fired, you don't get your pension. Like, just oh, stay okay. the status quo for the next two and a half months. Yeah. And you get your pension. Honestly, so, yeah. if I was 74... And then he makes some offhanded joke about how he accidentally chose vice principal over sanitation worker. And yeah. I thought no, that sewage, was kind of sewage plant. Yeah. Sewage plant, sanitation worker. Right. Oh, but the scene ends with, so of course like blossom is like, screw you pinhead and takes off and then Nick takes off. But then six and her mom do so far the best, like fast talking six and her mom speech that you ever seen. They go back and forth and then synchronize and then back and forth and back and forth. And then they just keep, Oh my God, it was amazing. It they was, double team them. They double they team double them with the fast talk. With the fast talking, and uh, oh man, one of the best scenes I think in Blossom history. One of the best performances. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I wanted to point out a couple other things that happened in this in this scene too, where I liked the joke where Nick is like, "And you call yourself an educator?" And the <laughs> yeah. vice principal says, He's like, "No, I, I don't." Not. <laughs> 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 that was right. Actually, that le- that led into him being like, "It was it was sanitation plant or vice principal." And <laughs> yeah. I accidentally chose <laughs> basically. He's yeah, he's a vice principal because he didn't want to work in human shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh man, and the actor who's this actor? He. Uh, Oh He's yeah, been in stuff. I'll look him up because he looked familiar too. I have the I have. The he was he played. Oh, you know where I recognize him from? He was in the Wonder Years. He was one of Kevin Arnold's teachers. Is this guy um, just a career teacher? Maybe Stephen Gilborn. Stephen Gilborn is Mr. Piper. Um, oh, he was in the movie Evolution and Doctor Doolittle and Alien Resurrection, the best Alien movie. Get out. And the Brady Brunch movie. The Brady Brunch. A very Brady movie. Let's start a podcast where we eat brunch over Zoom and uh, 
do the Bra- like cover the Brady Bunch episodes and call it the Brady Brunch. Yeah, he was in uh, Two Guys, a Girl in a Pizza Place and Malcolm in the Middle. He was and... on Who's the Boss? Nice. Beauty and the Beach? <laughs> Beauty just... and the Beast? <laughs> he was in the Tony Danza show. Yeah, this... oh, he's in Ellen. Remember Ellen's show before episodes... she came out? Two episodes of Perfect Strangers. He's in that, Boy Meets that World. That's worth the price of that admission. That is great. He was in Living Single. I guarantee, because Living Single is uh, a black sitcom. I bet this guy was totally the type to play like the nerdy white guy that just yeah. like the black people made fun of for being a nerdy white guy. Is it okay to call them blitcoms? I don't know. I'm not going to do it. He was in News Radio, a very Brady sequel. Uh, ER, Dream On. Oh, Dream On. Oh, I vaguely remember that. I talk about Dream On literally all the time. Nice. He was in Dunstan Checks In. Like on of, this podcast. Yeah, no. Dunstan Checks In is great. <laughs> Dunstan Checks In. Says it's about a monkey. Is in a, about a monkey and stars Jason Alexander, Faye Dunaway, uh, and nobody else. Oh, Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman's in it. As the, original, the, monkey? the original canceled guy. The yeah. Because he was jerking off in a porn theater. That, the, by comparison to some things that some people have done over the last 30 years... That jerking uh, off in a like porn theater, which raping used every to actress exist. that comes through your office, exactly. <laughs> like, jerking off in a basically what equates to a dark room um, with pornography on <laughs> the screen. Jerking off in a room that was built for you to jerk off in. Yeah, his only his only crime there was being famous and doing it, it. and having a whole bunch of drugs on him too. Uh, <laughs> I believe. I believe that, he had drugs. Yeah, that's that's that would be fair then. Uh, okay, so yeah, they double team the VP. If you're just tuning in, I don't. I'm not talking about sex. No, they just both go at him. <laughs> Still not talking uh, about sex. So Tracy is saying her her goodbye to Joey while uh, everybody's in the kitchen. It was a long. Rhonda and Tony are looking through the doorway of the kitchen into the living room. Oh, sorry, I have to go back. Speaking of Rhonda, halfway through, uh, and I don't remember why specifically I wrote this down. But I wrote down, why hasn't Rhonda dumped Tony yet? Oh, you know what it was? It was when they were sitting in the car on the, I guess, the way to the date. No, the way back from the date. And they were talking about how, like, Joey and Tracy were just making out all hard at the beginning. And Tony's like, yeah, you have to do that at the beginning. And Rhonda's like, what do you mean you have to do that? He's like, uh, I mean, get to. I'm just like, why hasn't this model dumped he, this stupid clown yet that's how we got her though he's he saved her life and then he negs her constantly god damn it tony piece of shit tony's quickly becoming my least favorite character i liked him uh season one and two i liked him when i was a kid he was like the cool older brother now i'm just like if this this guy's basically my peer you know he's, he's just probably he's 10 years cool. younger he than does me. not deserve Rhonda. no he's the classic sitcom trope of someone who does not deserve the super cool, super hot, super smart girlfriend. The writer who writes, who wrote for Tony originally, or writes for Tony, like if it's a writer's room, yeah. If there's one, like that person is like living a fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, what if, what if I had become a paramedic instead of a writer, and what if I also had a super hot <laughs> calendar model new yeah, girl? Yeah, he's got the, the writer has an even bigger nose, and it, yeah even worse drug addiction and he just he failed out of like paramedics and now he's yeah. a sitcom writer and he's still a crackhead <laughs> <laughs> that all checks out that tracks yeah, that's what happens 
Yep. Um, oh, and then I wrote down also, so going back to Joey and Tracy saying goodbye, I wrote down that Joey is never going to talk to Tracy again because he has no idea what state she lives in. Exactly. She Even keeps trying she to tell him Cincinnati, Ohio, and he's and she, like, I don't. Yeah. He's like, so they, what, what state's that in? She's like, well, what's round in the middle and high, no, high in the middle and round at both ends. And Joey eventually figures that out with her help. And he's like, so what state do you live in? <laughs> and then uh, it's Ohio, by the way. Also, but, he has uh, her address. Like, he's going to write to her. He has her address, but doesn't have the state. Like, how exactly. dumb is Joey? That's exactly it. He's never going to talk to her again because his ne- letters are never going to get to her. And they have a moment that starts out sweet. She gives him a pendant. And it's like, my mom gave me this pendant. So every time you look at it, you can think of me. And he's like, oh, here's yeah. $5 every time you spend it. <laughs> every yeah. time you spend my dad, it, you'll think my dad, of me. My dad gave me this $5. Every time you spend it, think of me. And the best part of that is uh, even in 1993, $5 doesn't go very far. She'd buy, no. like a, she'd buy like four bags of chips and three bottles of pop, which nowadays you get not even one bag of chips and one bottle of pop for $5. I bet you could squeeze in a bottle of pop and a small bag of chips for $5. Bottle of comes pop to like is four three bucks, man. Yeah, and you're going to get a, yeah. Uh, you know what? Bag of chips work I'm going to go to the gas station. Gonna buy a bottle of pop and a bag of chips, and I'll let you know how much it costs. Okay, I'll tell you what though. I'll keep. You can go to Shoppers when things are on sale at Shoppers. You can get a bag of their ghetto chips for ninety nine cents, and if pops on sale, you get a two liter bottle of pop for a dollar. So fair enough. Yeah, but but I remember, uh, man, I remember just the convenience store across the street from my high school. Like bottles of Coke were a buck twenty five, which means like five bucks would get you uh, four days worth of Coke. Exactly. Uh, cool. I remember getting two dollars, two or three bucks from like my grandmother or whoever, or uh, like my mom or whatever, and going and getting like a dollar worth of five cent candies, which yeah. is a fuck ton. Yeah. Right. That's like twenty candies or some yeah. shit. A ball of pop and like a chocolate bar. I remember taking five dollars to the convenience store and just spending it all on candy, and my mom being pissed at me, being like, "That is too much candy. What the fuck is wrong with you?" So here, here are the fun. <laughs> Here's a fun story from how I didn't didn't understand money when I was a kid. So I remember my parents used to have these parties every weekend where like 30 people would come and party at my at my house. Was there a bowl full of keys? No, it wasn't that. It was more like a <laughs> drugs and alcohol party. I'm sure okay. there was some weird sex stuff going on. But anyway, <laughs> um, so I used to do, I used to be pretty, uh, I'd like to come up with lucrative ideas. Like I'd have yard sales and, uh, and, and juice stands and shit so this my from full house i was like i'm gonna make a swear jar and clean the fuck up at this party tonight i made 19 dollars. now nice. i was a latched key kid which of course means that i could come and go from the house as i please even as like an eight-year-old um i made my own dinners all that kind of stuff came home from school on my own you know what i mean yep uh i got up in the morning and went to the convenience store that's about a 25 minute walk away from because i lived out in the boonies in, in nova scotia uh, I walked to the corner store on my own. I slapped. I, rem- I remember this too because it was such a big amount of money for like an eight or nine year old. I slapped nineteen dollars <laughs> down on the counter, and I'm like, I want nineteen dollars worth of five cent candies. I filled, <laughs> I filled a Sobeys bag like it was <laughs> Halloween, and I get back oh, to the host and I'm like, look, Dad, look, look, I bought, look. He's like, where the fuck, a did you get nineteen dollars, <laughs> and b. Why did you spend it on candy? So it turns out <laughs> Why that... Why wouldn't you spend it on You were eight years old. Exactly. What, it was the best Literally, idea. what else are you going to spend it on? I don't think I've had a better idea <laughs> to this day, and I'm 35. 25 yeah. years later. I mean, now you're 35 if you bought $19 worth of candy. That's not 
as good an idea as when you're eight years old. No, I bought $55 worth of beef jerky. It's in the mail right now. <laughs> nice. uh, so, so anyway, <laughs> it turns out that my, my uncle, uh, who was wasted, found my mom's, like, she had, like, $15 stashed somewhere, like, on the hutch. She, yeah. He found that, and he was like, here's 15 bucks. I'm going to swear all night. I'm going to just, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying for everyone. <laughs> Get out amazing. of my face. Yeah. Swears on the house. <laughs> so it turns out that, yeah, it turns out basically that uh, he stole this money from my mom and that I turned into candy, <laughs> and I made that shit last for about a week. But you still made, like, four legitimate dollars on the swear jar. That's true. That's true. That's pretty good. Someone at some point closed the door to this room. I think I've been either too loud or swearing too much. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Yelling yeah. obscenities to your pal over the internet. That's you're you're so far away. I gotta I gotta yell. Exactly. Um and then Oh yeah. Uh, so and then the it next, turns out Nick, Blossom's video is an underground hit. Oh wait, no, then do we no, get no, no, to no. Nick breaking up with Andrea? Nick confronts Andrea and it's basically just like what the fuck? And she basically gaslights him. She's like, I thought you had a sense of humor. And yeah. he's like, yeah, if She's you like, don't uh, I, I make can't jokes. promise I'm not going to make fun of you. You're dating a comedian, and that's what we do. Yeah, she keeps, like, I didn't like that she kept being, like, you have to have a sense of humor. In fact, at one point, she goes over to her little, she says some shit, like, I don't like this. This isn't cool. Like, don't do that. I don't need this in my house. I don't need this in my life. And she goes over to her little notepad, and she's like, eh, I thought you had a sense of humor. Says it again, and writes something down. And yeah. he's like, what are you doing? And she's, she's like, like oh, I just remembered I need milk. Exactly. Uh, I have been a stand-up comedian. I was a stand-up comedian for three or four years. Uh, not a very frequent or successful one. But like throughout that period, I was dating different people and never, never brought those people up in my act and didn't get on Arsenio. But to be fair, this woman never would have gotten on Arsenio. Well, when you make your big comeback, what you'll have to do is just tell embarrassing rumors and lies about Pam and myself. That's true. And then, yeah, just you and Pam. Just yeah. you and my wife. Not your wife. Just you and my wife. Well, it's people you're in relationships with. So you're in a relationship with your wife, of course, and you're in a relationship with me because we have this monkey's paw situation of a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Monkey shine. Making sure the monkey shines are getting paid. Yeah. Well, no, we're we're actually losing money, so. We're not the monkey shines. The monkey shines are the monkeys. Uh, There was an episode of uh, How Did This Get Made? There was a movie called Monkey Shine. And or monkey shines perhaps, and there's a bunch of monkeys in it. And June Diane Raphael is very concerned about the monkey shine or the monkeys getting paid uh, for their work. In the movie. See, I swear she's two different people. She's, she's uh, comedian, she's hilarious. funny, like podcast version, and then she always plays a hot babe in er, a hot babe idiot that in every show she's on. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Grace and Frankie. She's like. She's not full idiot, but she's probably the most idiot on the show. That's what I mean. She she yeah. plays that character in a lot of stuff. Yeah. So okay, Grace so and Frankie, watch it on Netflix. It's with, a good uh, show. I have it with um, Lily don't tell Tomlin me Lily Tomlin and, and uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, watch it before both of them are dead because I think they're both like ninety. Well, they're yeah, they're both like seventy five or eighty. Um, okay. So it's one week later. They, they get a big one week later across the screen. They're watching. Uh, Blossom's still prattling on about how she couldn't get her her video onto this contest, and Tony looks at her like, "It's been a week. Can you let this go, please?" Yeah. He tells her to shut up. In fact, he's trying to read a book, <laughs> and as you know, if you're trying to read a book, that's the number one time somebody's going to come and try to talk to you. Yeah. Um, 
but he turns to her and says, will you shut up? It's been a week. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, well, I sent it to all these different places. I sent it to Fox and I don't know why Fox wouldn't show it. They'll show anything. First yeah. of all, Blossom, you made a student video about yeah. safe sex. And this was before this was before Fox put out the alien autopsy. Yeah. This would have been a better joke had alien autopsy come out, which was I think 1996 alien. It autopsy was 95 one. or 96. Yeah. Um, because in that case, yeah, sure, it makes more sense to make fun of Fox for putting on literally anything, uh, including student videos, because that was a giant sham. Yeah, I I was like, but, what are you talking? About? This whole, the video if the video was better, maybe I might might be more believable. That's the thing. Nothing about this. Nothing about this episode is believable. We only believe it because the they tell us it's believable. Where, well, it's literally Full House, but for slightly older teens. Mm. But I kind of get lost in the fact that it's it, it has these moments that are kind of gritty and kind of like prevalent. And it, it, it's but at, it, at its core, it's just a sitcom that's basically a comic strip of joke after joke after joke. Sometimes the jokes are dumb. Most of the time, the jokes don't land, you yeah. know. But at the end of the day, I, I really wanted some believability about this stupid fucking student video. Anyway, here's the believable part slightly more believable it turns out that it's become a viral sensation among people in the neighborhood because <laughs> underground are recording. and that's yeah and that's how south park got started that's how uh short meme videos were shared in the 90s um, yeah and that's how blossoms uh sex education videos that got started <laughs> apparently <laughs> exactly before this people were only having unprotected sex oh yeah and this uh, line i kind of like yeah so joey was like Oh yeah, the video is great. Like, uh, safe sex or no sex. I've been practicing one of those my entire life. Can't wait to try the other one out. Which I exactly. thought was funny. That was pretty good. And then, actually, then Arsenio yeah. Hall comes back on, and Andrea Miller's back on. Uh, and guess what? Never happens. Even if you are Jerry Seinfeld, is doing Arsenio twice in a week. Twice in no yeah twice within a week and the second time you get invited to talk and that's the whole segment seemed like she was on her scenario as a guest and not just doing the stand up part it was just it didn't make any sense yeah. um, She's but a that struggling that part actually irked me too can't put together five minutes why is she exactly. talking on our scenario that irked me too because she doesn't even make jokes this next time around she's just, she just insulting Nick just yeah. saying just t- like talking. Sh- Shit. Yeah, she's just like I broke like up with doubling that guy down on talking much. shit. Like what, the like what? I got a baby. So anyway, let's. Uh, in my opinion, nation, this episode was not very believable. It had its moments, but eh. in my opinion, nation, I'm gonna eh, it too. Uh, most of the other watchers weren't. There's was no woes. There's no no drug stuff. There was no uh, no hat. There was a hat. Six had a, a hat with several flowers at the front. Okay. Which is noteworthy. But what I've noted more is Blossom's had a weird hair. jacket. Did she? Yeah. She also had some weird. Yeah, she like, had a, I thought hair. it was a duster. I thought Blossom was wearing a duster, but it looked eh, like it was, it was just the 90s. kind of like a. It was kind of like a My So Called Life uh, sort of style. Remember that show? My So Called Life? We could do that. I do. Show. That was only like 13 episodes. That might be a good way, Lay. Anyway, this has been Blossom. You can find us on all social media. Just look up Blossom Buddies. Yeah, uh, my name's Blossom Jason. Buddies, the podcast. This is my Not the nice old ladies who deliver flowers. Craig. 
Yeah. Yeah, but support them too because I, I, they're probably helping out some COVID motherfuckers. They're better than us. And we're not a podcast. Thing, go, but let's invite them on me. the podcast and have Blossom Buddies versus Blossom Buddies. So we'll call it. Let's do it for the series Blossom, finale. Blossom of Buddies, Blossom. buddies. We'll do it. We'll do it for the very last episode. Blossom, Blossom. Buddies versus Blossom Buddies. Blossomer Buddies. Blossomer Buddies. Blossom Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms. Awesome Blossoms.